I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. And the only reason it was stopped is because Charlie woke up and started calling. I don't have an answer for that. Is this not? (laughs) I was like, what was that? I just heard heard Siri go, mmm. And I was like, the fuck is that? I don't have an answer for that either, Siri. I don't have an answer for feminism. Don't Mock My Accent, the show where we work through our lives as expats and everything in between, one day at a time. This podcast is designed by expats for expats. Our goal is to build a community for people living away from their home country, a place they can come to for advice, support, and above all else, a home away from home. A lot of laughs and shenanigans to be expected. In this episode, we explore the whole new world of hotel quarantine. I'll give you the lowdown on what it's really like, as well as advice on how to get through it and useful tips on what to bring with you to make your two weeks a positive experience. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of Don't Mock My Accent. Lauren, can you believe we've made it this far? Episode 10, what the fuck? I am so shocked at us and I am so proud of us. Do you remember when we released episode one and then everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe you actually did it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, we here we are at episode 10. Yeah. Fuck the haters. Well, we'll make this episode explicit. <laughs> yeah, this would definitely be explicit. I mean, every episode is explicit, let's be honest. <laughs> I try not to swear, but it just comes out. I can't hide it. Lauren, obviously, you know, I'm in hotel quarantine at the moment, so I haven't really been up to much this week, but I'm curious about yeah. you because everything is opening up in the UK just as I've left. Love that. Can you tell me a little bit about your week, couple weeks since the beautiful sun has been shining and the lovely lockdown restrictions have been lifted? Anna, I feel like the heavens in the UK just answered all our prayers. Oh, Outdoor dining the heavens start. opening. <laughs> Well, obviously, as you know, like everyone and everyone knows, but outdoor dining started uh, two weeks ago now Um, and it's been great. Like we've been so fortunate because the weather has just been an absolute perler. Like it's been so sunny. It's been so like temp wise, like temp wise, it's temperature wise. It's been like quite warm in the sun and like during the day, but like it's been a bit windy as well. And so in, and in, in the evenings when you're sitting at a bar and there's no heater and you're like, actually, it's really cold because the sun has gone away and the weather has completely dropped. But it's been really nice to see London kind of return into a little bit of normality. 
And I have just been hitting the pavement with restaurants and pubs and trying to take them, get the most out of it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen you out almost every night, at least four or five times every weekend (laughs) trying to do something, which I'm so jealous about. I'm so jealous. It's It's so nice though, but it's a bit weird as well. And it is a bit sad because obviously so many, there are so many venues that can't open until May 17th where you can dine indoors. And it actually, what it's done, it's made it impossible to be spontaneous because you remember Anna, you know how in London, like pre COVID you would be able to like wake up on a Saturday or a Sunday Mm. or whatever day of the week. And you didn't have to make plans. You could just kind of like, roll with the punches, meet up with a friend and then suddenly you're in the pub and like suddenly you're in this place and like it's everything was a bit spontaneous and you could do something spontaneous but it's just made it so hard because Mm. people have had bookings months in advance and everywhere is just booked out and it's almost stressful to like arrange anything like it's still been really good. It's been really nice to see everything kind of open and I think I imagine it's just such a sigh of relief for all these hospitality venues and like oh non-essential gosh, shops sure. as well it's been yeah, nice to go into actual like, physical shops oh for sure for sure and I think as well the vibe like the general vibe mm. from what I've been seeing on social media has been so nice like it's the first yeah. time in a, over a year where it's actually felt amazing again and that has people sort of are buzzing edge. Yeah. And I wish I was there for that but I will be back I will be back you'll and be back my presence and when you get back and when you get back things will be more normal so we'll be able I to know, do more things, be nice. more things are open it will be so nice. But yeah, I know yeah. what you mean about reservations. Like since I've been trying to plan things with people since I've been here, I keep saying, do we need a reservation to go to breakfast? Like, yeah. do we need a reservation for this? And I'm like, no, you can just walk no. in and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm scared. This Whereas is two years ago, I would have been like, oh God, I'm so scared to make a reservation. I don't want to it's call so a random true. restaurant. But um, Laura, I will ask you this though. Do you mm. have any recommendations that have stood out to you since you've been out restaurants pubs bars is anything that you've that you can recommend to our listeners if they're looking somewhere cool to go I can actually so I recommend it's a little bit pricey it's called um it's Neverland London it's in Fulham on Mm, Wandsworth Bridge Road yeah and I went there last Sunday for a friend's bottomless like birthday brunch but it's basically like you've been hitting up those bottomless brunches like at least three it's times the best a value for money Anna basically <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. but it was what was really great about it is like it's about I think it was about 50 pounds from uh, memory but there was quite a bit of food like we got like a little dip and like olives and cheese and stuff to start which we weren't expecting and then we had burgers and it was like bottomless prosecco or like porn style martinis like a cocktail or whatever they were doing and it was like two hours long and Neverland basically turns into a beach in summer so they have like an indoor area which is really like really lovely and really bougie and very instagrammable and then you go like outside they have like sand and it's like a beach so you're like literally walking to a beach it's really cool and it's such a fun atmosphere yeah I will 100% go back. I want to go back and I want to be able to sit like outside in the beach area Mm -hmm. in the sun. Mm -hmm. Um, But I highly, I highly recommend everyone's always in a good mood there. So that's what I recommend, especially if you want like a bit of a bougie bottomless. There you go. You heard it here. It works out. There you go. It works out. That's how saying it always works itself out. It always works out. (laughs) Maybe I should put it for the next t-shirt. Yeah. Does anyone want a t-shirt of that? Because we will make it. I have started designing merch. Just so you know, we have 200 followers on Instagram, but I'm thinking big. I'm thinking big. 
I think we should go with one t-shirt saying 100% and the yep. other t-shirt, then there's another t-shirt that should say shout out to, and then another t-shirt that says... <laughs> It'll work itself out in the end. It'll work itself out in the or end. Or something Everything the works out. Yeah. Something I'm like on that. it, guys. I'm on it. I'm on it. No, yeah. thanks, Lauren. No, that's awesome. And I think I will definitely be hitting up those places with you when I'm back. I can't wait. I've had my I'll take promo. you out, Anna. I cannot wait. So, Anna, how has hotel quarantine been for you? It's a very general question that I have a lot of answers for. Um, well, let's start with one thing, okay? What day are you on now? Okay, so I'm on day 10, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm on day 10. And when you are listening to this episode, I will be on day 14 and out of this bitch. I will be out She's going to be free. I'm going to be free. Pending two negative COVID tests, but she'll be out free. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Not like I've had panic attacks about that for the last three days but it's fine no you're right I'll be fine but yeah so I am currently on day 10 and it is definitely as people say it is the hardest day but I'll dive dive into that in this episode and that's sort of what Mm. we wanted to talk about today was hotel quarantine because I know a lot of people have questions about it I always see it on the Facebook groups I always have people being like how is it what is it like I think it's like just one of those experiences where it's so unknown and so mm. in no man's territory that people who are wanting to come home are so scared. And I was one of those people about everything about it. It's so unknown. Yeah. So I just want to be a helping hand here. If you are planning on coming back within the next, well, what, to the end of the year, I reckon they'll probably yeah, still have it. I reckon. So, yeah, look, I hope this helps you because I didn't know half the shit. I'm about to tell you and I wish that I did. So there you go. Let's get into it. So Anna, what does a day in the life of hotel quarantine look like? I know you did a wonderful TikTok video that we've shared on our socials, (laughs) but what does a day in the life of hotel quarantine look like? Just making TikToks all day because I have nothing else to do. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I did make a lot. Though. It is pretty funny. It's when I wake up and Anna's like, I've made a new TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm like, bored. okay. <laughs> I might make some more tomorrow, to be fair, <laughs> if you're lucky. Yes, please do. Yes. Um, so yeah. a day in my life. Basically, it, 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 I say it varies, but it really is the same shit every day. So when I came in, uh, people recommended that I make some sort of little routine. So basically in the morning, I'm, at the moment I'm waking up around 7 a.m. Because, and I, and I will touch on this in a second, but jet lag takes way longer to get over than you think it does in hotel quarantine. So I'm up at 7 a.m. And then I talk to Charlie and then I order my coffee. So you can order a coffee here. And it's so cheap. It's like a $4 coffee. I don't remember if I spoke about this in the last episode, but no. I get that every day is my number one treat. Like I just, I just feel like, you know what? £2.50 for a coffee, the dream. I'm going to get that every day. If it's going to make my mm-hmm. hotel quarantine day better, I'm going to get it. So I ordered and that. And don't forget, you always send me a voice note as well in the morning. <laughs> I literally send Lauren a voice note every morning because she sends me ones during the day. So I have, or her day. So I have to respond, obviously. <laughs> so next and to talking to Charlie, it's always a message to Lauren as well. 
it's always a message to Lauren after I order my coffee, waiting for my coffee. At about 6.30 to 7 a.m., they deliver breakfast. If breakfast is hot, they knock. So you're always woken up by that. If it's cold, they leave it, but you know that they've left it outside. So you kind of get that, bring it inside, um, just get everything together. And I try and stay in bed as long as possible, as bad as that sounds, because I'm just like, the day is so long. Ah, I can't. But I've been doing lots of different things. Like I'll write in my journal or I'll watch like YouTube videos or I played Sims this morning, which was great. Love. I love Sims so much. So I just try and do something that is going to put my day in a good mood. And I've been doing lots of mm-hmm. podcasting things. And I try and do them in the morning because by the afternoon, I'm so tired and I'm so sluggish. Like I just can't. I just can't even look at a screen anymore. I had my screen... Um, report come up today on my phone and it said last week which by the way last week I was in hotel quarantine the whole time my screen report said that I was on my phone eight hours and 20 minutes a day last week oh my god no wonder I was getting headaches I was getting headaches last week oh why am I getting a headache because I've been on my phone for like eight hours straight so well that's what like most things you can do especially like in hotel quarantine it's like you go from looking at your phone to looking at a laptop to looking at your TV. Like mm. they're the kind of things that, cause they're all your activities. Well, most of the activities I imagine that trying to keep you occupied are via a screen of some sort. Exactly. And that's like one thing people kind of don't prepare you for, but you kind of mm. know is going to be a thing. I think by like one or two o'clock in the afternoon, I just sit and stare outside my window or I just sit and stare at my ceiling because my brain can't compute the screen time anymore. It's just, it's, it's crazy. So why do I have this like video, like in my head, I can just pick this video of you just like wrote, like, I don't I can't remember the song about, but I see people do this and it's just like a shot of like you lying on your bed and then like staring out your window and then like lying on the floor and then like, it's like lying. In like, a narcos, like a narcos, like a narcos. Like you're just like she's... moving around like yeah. the room, just in like lying in different and just staring. Genuinely, genuinely. So can you make a TikTok on that? I will. I will make a TikTok on it if you really want to see how it goes. Basically, it's a day in my life. But yeah, so I do that. And then I work out in some capacity. So if I'm feeling shitty, like today I felt really crap. So I just did some yoga. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm feeling really like anxious or energetic, I'll do like a proper workout just to like let out that um, energy. Energy. Yeah. And you could just go on YouTube. I just go on YouTube the so first, oh, no, the second day. I did the Mamma Mia workout, but I didn't realize on the second day that my walls are not soundproof at all. And I was literally screaming Mamma Mia. I was literally, because I was so uptight and I was so just like, ah, I need to scream. And I was like, get me, get me, get me in there. Like prop up going at it. And I know that everybody heard me. Like, I know it. And I'm so embarrassed. But actually then I'm like, well, can you blame me? Can you blame me? So who cares? Yeah. There's a guy above you that keeps dropping weights on the floor anyway. So like, you know. um, yeah, I think he just does like dead weights and he does them for an hour every afternoon. The other night he was doing it like eight o'clock at night. And I was like, is this, are you, could you hear me sing Mamma Mia? And that's why you're getting back at me. So yeah, so I do that, but I'll just do like admin stuff, emails, things that I know I'm not going to have the brain capacity to do in the afternoon. And then in the afternoon, I'll like I'm watching Australian Survivor because I love Survivor, but I haven't been, I wasn't able to watch it last year because you can't watch it from the UK. Yeah. So I've literally been binge watching that, and I'll do my jigsaw puzzle, um, and 
just like anything else I have. And then it's about 3.30, the sun starts to come through my window. So I'll just sit mm-hmm. in my window and Charlie will often wake up around that time. So I just talk to him while I'm sitting in the sun and then at an acceptable time, I will crack open a glass of wine. I have a glass of wine. And I just sit in the sun. Like I don't do anything else. I just sit in the sun and it honestly makes my day so much better. And I watch the sun go down over the mountains and it's just oh, so nice. So nice. I'm so glad you got that sunset view then. Oh, at the yes. I mean, I'm so lucky that I have a view and I think it would have been nice to have a balcony. Like I haven't had any fresh air in 10 days, actually more than that, yeah. probably since I left London. And I would die for that. It's probably the only thing that I am not liking about hotel quarantine. Mm. But I am very lucky and blessed to have a really good view. And then they deliver lunch between, well, they meant to deliver lunch between about 11 and 1. But they always end up delivering it at like quarter to 12. So I have lunch early. And then again with dinner, it's like between 5 and 7. But they always deliver it at 5.30. So I have dinner quite early as well. And then I go to bed really early because I'm still jet lagged. And I last night I literally couldn't keep my eyes open past 7.30. So I went to bed at like 8 p.m. <laughs> it's just oh like God. a struggle. So yeah, so that's that's my day in the life. Very exciting. Very mm. fun. What um so aside from Australian Survivor, are there any <laughs> other TV shows that you're watching at the moment? Oh, I watched Moxie, highly recommend. I went on a feminist rant yesterday. And it's going to start a feminist movement, everyone. <laughs> she was already on the way, but after that, after watching it, she's ready I to honestly go. Honestly, I'm boiling. I'm boiling. My blood is boiling How about it. How infuriating is it? So infuriating. I don't know if I told you this, but I was so angry at the end and I had no one to talk to. So I sat my camera up on my windowsill and I ranted to myself in the camera for 15 <laughs> minutes and I have it recorded. But I feel like if anybody listened to it, it would start shit because I literally went at it and the only reason it was stopped is because charlie woke up and started i don't have an answer for that (laughs) (laughs) i was like what was i just heard i just had siri go "Mm," and i was like i don't have an answer for that either siri i don't have an answer for feminism i don't know what is happening anymore (laughs) let me drink my wine oh my god i'm dying I digress. Lauren. Lauren. I've also started. <laughs> I can't say I have. I've also this, started God. watching The Circle. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason we're laughing is because last reason night. I thought you already I thought some reason I thought you were already obsessed with the circle. Well I know because I watched it's the such celebrity a huge one. show. I know. I watched a celebrity one a while back. Alas, I got drunk last night. I got drunk. And I decided it would be a really good idea to apply for the Circle UK 2021. <laughs> this is what hotel quarantine does this to is, you. This is what lockdown boredom does. <laughs> so I, I actually sent in my application. I actually did it. I sent a picture to Lauren. Oh, God. Guys, I'll send you proof. If you want to see receipt. I got the receipt. <laughs> did you have to do a video submission or anything? Yeah. I, t- I told the story about this one time I went on this Jack the Ripper tour and um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this one time I went on this. So my boyfriend, Charlie, and a lot of people I meet always say like, I don't know how you have the ability to make best friends with someone in five minutes. Like you can talk to anybody. And if you want to get That's them on true. side, you can get them on side. You can just get, it like, is at a special skill. Yeah. Anyway. So I, 
we went on this tour and this guy, the tour guide fucking hated me to start with because I can't remember. I think I made like a smart ass joke or something and he just didn't understand it. And he got like really angry at me and I was like, Ooh, anyways, about five minutes into the tour, we got chatting. I got chatting to the tour guide and he, he breeds those, like I would call the naked cats of the sea. You know, those like underwater, like disgusting Stop little things. Stop it. Like, you know those things that are like, that's not, like, for everyone's visual, like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. if you can imagine Anna's face right now, she's got her hands waving in front of, on her cheeks as she's waving. They're like those, um, and she's shaking it. She's trying to do, she's trying things. to do the, she's trying to do the thing that Abby Chapel did. Like this. <laughs> like the, like the octopus guy from Futurama. <laughs> yeah. But basically after about five minutes i learned that this guy breeds these things that him and his girlfriend have traveled all over the uk to find these things and now we were like best friends and charlie literally looked at me and he was like what the fuck like how how can you do this so i basically used that story and i was like this one time i was on a jack ripper tour and i learned that this guy breeded underwater naked cats and i was like oh my god (laughs) and then i didn't know if i uploaded correctly so they they sent through an email and they said, if you have any queries, send reply. So I replied back with the video attached, just in case. <laughs> just to make sure that they got it. <laughs> Did you get it? The poor soul who fucking gets that. I think I was like drinking my wine as I, reckon, I was doing the submission. I, I reckon they would get the weirdest submissions though. <laughs> so weird. Like, so you think weird. yours is weird. I reckon they'd get some fucking weirdos, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I've done. Uh, with with my time <laughs> I love that okay so then getting back into your days mm-hmm. so what is the food like like what meals have you had and like because I know you've obviously uh posted a little bit with some of the meals but what like genuinely what has the food been like so this is the question I probably get the most which I, find I think everyone's most concerned about it I think everyone's always yeah. worried about the food because it's like yeah. food <laughs> yeah so uh, basically, it's not been bad, actually. Okay, it's pretty good. good. The lunches and dinners have been really nice. Mm. Uh, not like five-star quality, but I would say if you went to a really nice sort of Aussie cafe and you wanted some lunch or dinner, that is what it would be like. The breakfasts, on the other hand, well, if they're hot breakfast, they're absolutely shit because it's just like mm. comes stone cold, hard, freezing by the time you actually want to eat it not at 6 30 yeah your, your little um your little omelet is like looks really so gross so gross but they then sometimes <laughs> they bring you like uh croissants and pastries and things like that i've got cocoa pops today oh, but okay, you know okay. what i'm so i'm staying in the ridges at south bank in brisbane and i don't know who caters i don't know if it's mm. a hotel or if it's like a catering company or whatever but it's actually not that bad and to be honest if you don't like the meal that you've been given, you can, I know in our hotel, you can order like Uber Eats, menu log. Um, yeah. I think most hotels let you do that. Yeah. So it's really, I, I feel like I have it pretty good because I do know that a lot of people don't enjoy it. But at the same mm. time, I just want to throw my two cents in here and say that, and, and this will apply to everything I say t- today is I've been telling myself the last couple of weeks, like, I'm grateful for this problem. Like, if this is the worst problem I have, then I'm fucking grateful for it. Because Mm. there are people out on the streets, there are people starving out in the world, and there are stranded Aussies overseas. And, I mean, the list could go on. And I think the fact that 
okay, yeah, we are paying for this, but be, be fucking grateful that someone's cooking you food three times a day. I'm yeah. a part of this hotel group that's um, this Facebook group that's like hotel quarantine food. And I know I spoke about it last episode and I know that the food isn't always great. So I completely get it. And it is quite funny but when I see people properly complaining, I just think to myself, like, bro, grow up. Like, I know that's my opinion. Mm. I know people might not agree with that, but I just think be grateful, yeah. be fucking grateful, dude. Like I wish I could go out onto the street and give someone my meal that I haven't eaten. Cause that mm. person is probably starving. So I don't know. I feel like with the food, it's actually not that bad. And I think as well, like you have to also remind yourself why you're like, why you're doing what you're Mm -hmm. doing. And like, I know yours is a lot of it just so you can be able to see your family for that period of time. But even if you're just trying to get back to Australia or New Zealand or wherever, like you're also doing it to make sure that COVID doesn't spread, like to Mm -hmm. make sure that like your country doesn't have an outbreak of COVID from people not being out of quarantine. And it is like it is an effective system, and like if two weeks is like what it takes to avoid that, then I guess well, you the just end of the world. To... It's really not. Do I think it's a unfortunately? Unfortunately, no, you just but, no, no. But do I think? But nothing COVID is sustainable. Like even if you look yeah. at now, like even at restaurants and stuff, a lot of pubs are just doing plastic pints and stuff. They're not doing mm-hmm. glassware or anything. And I yeah. think a lot of it's just because they have to like double wash their like dishes and stuff. It's like, exactly. but I also so think, none of the COVID world is sustainable just no, for hygiene. I, I know, but I also think it is what it is. It mm. is, it, it is what it is. You can't, you, you literally can't, can't do anything about it. it. Like the government's going to do what they do. Yeah. Like I you mean, can uproar sucks. and everything, but like your complaint about it isn't going to change the system because yeah. I know unfortunately I in this is... circumstance, because the government just has to do what's better, what's best for the wider community, whether yeah, you I agree mean, or not. Like I don't I, agree with all of it, but like they have to do what they have to do. I certainly don't agree with the international passenger caps. There are things I no, don't agree with. I don't with agree with that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't had fresh air for like since I left London now and COVID is now spreading through like air vents in different hotels, which is all over the news. And I do think that people need fresh air and it's actually proven that COVID doesn't spread when you have fresh in air. Fresh air. In yeah. fresh air. So, oh God, I just hit my wine glass, sorry. But I, I just, I think that they need to get their act together with that. I think there are things that they definitely need to improve. But I think all in all, the idea of hotel quarantine is shit. Do I want to be quarantining? Mm-hmm. No. No. Do I, would I have wanted to be stuck overseas for a year? Fuck no. Was I angry at the Australian government? Fuck yeah. I was so pissed off. Mm-hmm. And even now I am angry about it. Yeah. Can I do anything about it? Me individually? No. No. But what I can do is I can speak out about it. I can sign petitions. I can do things like this. Am I going to let it affect my life completely? No. No. There's nothing I can do about it. Being you can't here. do it. No. Yeah. Uh, Scott Morrison is not going to fucking come to my hotel room and care about me. So the best thing no. you can do in a situation like this is just deal with it. Uh, just that's deal. blunt, but you just deal. And it's- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. But it's true. Like I say, I'm grateful for this problem. I'm staying in like a five-star hotel with a beautiful view. Everything is great. I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. I can just Mm. chill in this room. It's beautiful. Do I wish I had fresh air? Yeah, that's probably the worst thing about it. Is it the end of the world? No, it's not. It's not and I and also it's probably good to preface that like obviously we know that there are a lot of people who have done hotel quarantine that have had awful, awful experiences in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm lucky. Um, and obvi- because obviously like every hotel is completely different, but um, I think in the grand scheme of things, most people like it's fine. It is what it is. And yeah. it's like, it's a shame that people have had really bad experiences in it, whether it's just that they're in a room next to a smoker and like the smoking comes through the vent or like even something as simple as someone's just really noisy or like whatever it may be. Um, out of curiosity, Anna, how is like their mental health management in the hotels? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, I know they usually have like a line you could talk to, like if you are struggling, but like, do you know much about how like well like how effective it is or how helpful it is yeah so i mean obviously i just talk from my own experience but when you come into the hotel you speak to a nurse and mm-hmm. at my hotel they have nurses on call 24/7 who are all mentally health trained i guess um and they like as someone who suffers from anxiety they were really good like they were like if you want to call down you can i haven't yet because i think I've put myself in a really good mind, mind space, but mind space mindset for this two weeks, surprisingly. And I've had so many amazing people that I've been speaking to like you and Charlie and my family and my friends and all that kind of stuff. So it's been okay. But, but, uh, they have a lot of hotels have nurses on 24 seven. At least I know in Queensland that they do. And I can say that, uh, my, one of my best friends, her boyfriend was a nurse at this hotel for two months, a night nurse. And he mm. would have people call him during the night just with a lot of anxiety. And he would tell them to do, like do breathing and just make sure they're okay. And is just trained like on how to help calm down. Exactly. And also he, he said that he had people call him when they were lonely. So just to have a chat. So I just wanted to say that because if you come to hotel quarantine, you feel embarrassed or anything at like 1am, if you're freaking out to call a nurse, like, please don't feel embarrassed. Like that's what they're there yeah, for. Yeah, just call they, them. They get to sit in the beautiful rooms upstairs in the penthouse suites and chill and get to talk to you. So don't even stress. 
they're more than happy to do that. And then because it's also a reminder, cool. like you're not a prisoner. Like so, like <laughs> it does they're, feel they're, like they that, are, but yeah. Like, it does, yeah, and it would feel like that. But I guess, like, they are there to support you and help you because they know that you're not a prisoner. Like, you're just a human. Like, that mm-hmm. hasn't done anything wrong. All you've done is just travelled mm-hmm. and you're coming exactly. back to your country. Like, you haven't done anything wrong. So yeah. it's good that they do have those facilities there. And it's mm-hmm. important to take advantage of them if you need yeah, to. Yeah, definitely take advantage of them. I've been closed to a couple of times, but luckily I've just been able to talk to other people about Mm. it so it's been fine uh they also call you i think on day two like day three um the government calls you asking if you need any physical or emotional support they called me on day six asking again and then they'll call me again tomorrow so they they're like constantly checking in to make sure you're okay which is which is really good as well um also i think before you go they send you or they give you kind of like a pack of how to like help I mean it's got stupid shit in it like oh this Mm. is how to help your mental health but I think it's nice to see that they do recognize that it that it is yeah it can be very very tough on people so they've got those those things in place and um I think they're very like pretty accommodating for you as well Mm. it's just it can it can be really hard but use the resources that you have in place my advice would be to I guess what I did is I sort of went into this with a pretty good idea of what it was going to be like. And yeah, this situation is not ideal for me. Like I can be quite claustrophobic and I have anxiety. So I was really scared, but I think because I expected it to be tricky and Mm. I thought to myself, God, I've been in lockdown for a year. Surely it can't be as bad as that. I've been all right. I mean, today I've had the worst anxiety and like I've just been using techniques like lying on the floor or go having a shower or turning on the aircon at certain times, you know, things like that. And also making use of speaking to other people on video call. Like today I was like not in the mood. I was so anxious and my cousin called me and I was like, I want to talk to my family. And then I answered it and it was honestly the best thing that could have happened because I just started talking and it just, it went all away. But I think definitely make sure you're video calling people. I know um, I asked Chandra, one of Lauren and I's really good friends to give me some advice. And she said she spoke to her mom every day on video call just to have someone there because you don't have any human contact yeah. either. So highly recommend As it. you would kind of do during lockdowns as well. Yeah, that, exactly. Um, a lot of countries have dealt with. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's really good. And it's good to yeah. keep it up during lockdown and during the yeah. hotel quarantine as well. So obviously you have to do a certain number of COVID tests during your quarantine. So how um, often are the COVID tests and like, do you know what happens if you do get a positive test or are you able to just expand on that a bit? Yeah. Yep. So basically I got my first test in quarantine on day two and a nurse came to my door, which I was so surprised about because in the UK I had to give, do my own test. Yeah, I thought they were just going to drop at my door and I'd have to do it myself. But I was like, hello, day two or day three or something like that. Oh, human contact, how are you? He was like so dry. He was like, what's your name? What's your date of birth? And I was like, talk to me, talk to me. He's probably so sick of it. (laughs) can't imagine what's going to be like tomorrow when I get my next test. I'm going to be like, hi, a person. But yeah, so I did that. They do it for you. They'll come around tomorrow on day 11 and do another one hopefully Mm. it comes back negative i had my first one come back negative they text you the response they didn't text me response because i had my uk number down so i just called down to reception and then a nurse called me back to tell me so don't be scared to call down 
So that's how it is. And then hopefully it will be all negative tomorrow. Um, in terms of getting a positive test, I don't know much, but what I do know is that I made, I, me and the nurse are having a joke about it over the phone. She was like, oh, don't worry. They would have called you if you were positive. And from what I know is that if you do test positive, you have to start 10 days all over again, I believe. So you do 10 days again, hotel quarantine. And from, I think from a Facebook group comment I saw is like this poor guy kept testing negative, but his wife was positive. So he was in hotel quarantine. I think it was his 24th day in hotel quarantine. (laughs) Obviously, like when you go to hotel quarantine, there are certain things that like most of the time you're packing up your life or you're packing up essentials and whatnot. So what are some things that you um, advise people to pack, like to prepare themselves for hotel quarantine? And what's something that you think that you need, but you don't need? Like what are just, what are some things that are useful just to get help, get you by? I have so many things. I have Go on, so many things. But I'll, I'll list. We like might share a little things. list on Instagram. <laughs> well, maybe not so many things, but just things that like seem obvious. We'll do an. Uh, we'll do a little Anna's packing guide for hotel quarantine. Oh my god, list. you guys! Seriously, Checklist. like okay. So the first thing I recommend, and seriously recommend this, is a plate and cutlery. So like. I can't even tell you how useful this is because you get your meals in those sort of like box. Yeah. Boxes mm-hmm. basically. Like and it's boxes, so hard to yeah. eat out of it. It's just so inhumane. And I never thought, Oh yeah, I'd need a plate or cutlery to, to eat out of them. But you like, it's so useful. And something as simple as that can really change how you feel <laughs> about eating in hotel quarantine. So I would highly, highly recommend like cutlery, whatever you use for cutlery, a bowl, a plate. If you want a mug, you can, if you don't like hotel mugs, I know our friend Shandra bought her own mug because she was like, I don't like hotel mugs, so on and so forth. And definitely bring that because it just makes it feel a little bit more human. So that's like number one thing. On top of that, because of that, dishwashing detergent and like a scrubber. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, bring that bring that because even if you are in the hotel normally they'll provide you with glasses and things anyway Mm. and if you're having even like a glass of red wine or whatever you're going to want to wash that up because no one's going to come and do it for you and they're not going to replace all the shit that you've got in your room when you're yeah through quarantine so bring dishwashing detergent and dishwashing liquid it will save your ass like Mm. really really good that's a good Um, one actually yeah yeah another thing i would recommend is as simple as it sounds, a blanket. So like I've got this one and like the hotel might provide them, but there's nothing just like a soft blanket like this. Oh yeah. You've got that little soft blanket that you brought. And the reason it's a, it's a, I'll describe it. It's a gray silver, um, fluffy blanket that Anna has brought from the Sorry, UK. I should be more descriptive on these things. I'll put pictures up. But the reason I s- say that is because um, when you're in the rooms, like the air conditioning can be tough. It can be tough. Mm. Like I feel quite sort of sinusy at the moment just because the air con yeah. is so dry and I've been in the air con for 10 days and it's like no fresh air. So by having- It's so bed, drying it's for like, your skin as well. Like that constant, so, like artificial yeah. air. Yeah. So drying. So I've liked having the, the blanket because it like, I'd just be warm. It's comforting. It's not like the whole Duna cover. It's just something nice. Mm. You can wrap around yourself. It's just, it's like one of the favorite best things that I had coming in here. So definitely recommend that. Remember adapters, if you're coming from the UK, remember mm. you need UK to Australia adapters. Obviously things to do is important. 
that aren't to do with your screen. Because as I was saying in some mm. episode, like Activities. having exactly like having a jigsaw puzzle, paint by numbers, or something like mm. that is just nice. Yeah, just not my brother's. Yeah, my brother's girlfriend who recently did hotel quarantine in the Ridges actually as well. She was like third floor or something. But she had like crochet that she was doing. She had all her little hobbies, like her coloring ins, her like, like all stuff, books, like just to mm-hmm. read, like anything that got her away from the screen. And also just like she could just sit by the window and just do it. And things yeah. that you wouldn't like, you wouldn't be able to do and like to have time to do properly in everyday life. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of take advantage of and occupy yourself. Exactly. I think as well, like take advantage of the time that you have, like think positively about it. Think positively that you have all this time to reflect. So yeah, anything like that. Um, Also because on this podcast, I don't want to be something I'm not. And I want to be open about female sexuality because I believe in it a lot. And Chandra actually brought this up, but like (laughs) bring a vibrator, like do it. Do it. it. I'm going to be loud and proud feminist. I'm going to say it. Why not? Use the vibrator. Make you feel better. You've got all day, every day. You'll be so bored. You might as well just bring it. If you're a guy. Grab your lube. Grab your vibrator. Exactly. Have a good time. (laughs) Seriously. It's like, it's one of those things that actually releases a lot of like endorphins and good chemicals in our body it helps so. calm you especially when you're anxious it just helps like mm, calm you down exactly and I'm, i say that from like a scientific like point like just it's true though it. it's positive positive endorphins it helps exactly you. exactly and then i think anything to do with like working out as well like i'm i'm not i'm not like a crazy workout girl but it does help. No, seriously, it, like just to get the energy out, the anxiety out. release some energy. I mean, just little things like Panadols, um, any sort of anti-anxiety medication, if you've got that, anything that's going to calm you down. I've got like Rescue Remedy, got these lavender oil tablets, which help calm me down. So the first few days, you're very, very, very jet lagged. And it's really hard yeah. to snap out of it because you're not going outside. So I always try and recommend... I would recommend trying to stay by the window or like trying to always open your curtains during the day to try and get like that natural light in. It's going to be really fucking hard. Let me tell you that. It's going to be really fucking hard. You, you won't be able to get over jet lag like you used to be able to do because it's just, it's really tough being in one room. Yeah. So don't be, first of all, don't beat yourself up if you have a little nap or whatever. Really don't make it harder on yourself than it already is. But I, in the first day, I got two hours sleep. In the second day, I went to sleep for four hours, woke up for four hours, went to sleep for four hours. It was just really hard. And when you're, when you're not getting any sleep, that's just going to make everything 10 times worse. So by having like certain medications to help me go to sleep or like just calm my anxiety, because, it, because not having the sleep was making my anxiety so much worse, by having these yeah. things, it was, just a, it was just a really big help to, for that. So I definitely recommend if you have anything that um bring with you maybe like a pamper pack as well just to make yourself feel Ooh, a little bit better that's a nice one i like it's that. nice it's nice to, be and like, to have oh, a bit of self-care mm, it's nice to think oh halfway through i'm gonna pamper myself i'm gonna have like a pamper day just mm. to look forward to something as simple as it is yeah so, yeah i would like take some nail stuff. polish face mask like get your mm. like get yourself going a bit yeah yeah if you have, um, I know the TV in my room has like a HDMI cable. So I have a HDMI converter into my MacBook and HDMI cord okay. to plug into my TV. So 
yeah, just little things like that I would recommend. So, Anna, obviously you haven't been really outside, obviously, because you've been in quarantine. But I know that there are quite a few cultural differences between the UK and Australia that you've already pinpointed and you've already noticed quite prominently since being in hotel quarantine in Australia. Mm -hmm. So what are your most noticeable cultural differences that you found? Oh, my gosh. This is so crazy. This is like the most crazy thing when I came here. Just the first thing that I noticed when I was on the bus coming here was like everything made sense. So I don't know <laughs> if I spoke about in this last episode, but everything makes sense. Like from the brands I was looking at, like the grocery stores, mm. like everything. I was just like, I know this road. I know where I'm going. I know this. I know that. Finally, everything mm. just makes sense to me. So that was like the first real cultural difference I noticed, including obviously talking to all the police officers and actually having a friendly conversation with them which was nice. Mm. But I think I, I did a little TikTok on this and the, the number one thing, first thing I noticed was a walk-in shower. <gasps> what a dream. What, what a, dream. a dream. I don't have to like climb Mount Everest to get into the shower every time I need to have a shower. It's just so nice. I just walk in and, and I've been in this hotel room for 10 days now and it's still weird. It's still weird. I'm like, should I just be walking in? This is so strange. I don't have to, I don't have to step up. <laughs> no, exactly. So that was really funny. And then, like I said before, the plugs, um, look at the TikTok and you'll understand what I mean. You don't have to plug everything upside down. It's just so much nicer. And when I first as got soon as you, I remember plugging it in and I was like, oh, it's not going in. And I was like, oh, it's just because it's the wrong way out. And I remember when you did say that to me, like, and I literally was like, yes, I get what you mean. You get like, what I, I get, mean? I get what you mean. The yeah. plugs, something so plugs. simple, but it's so like how you put mm. it in. Yeah, oh, it still gets me. I've been, I've been, <laughs> oh God. I've been in the UK for like nearly three years now and no joke. I still insert, try to insert the plugs the wrong way. Cause mm. I'm so used to doing it hate, the like, way we do it in Australia. I hate, like the MacBook the right way. chargers. Cause you know how they're so heavy. I don't oh, know. Oh, Mine's yes. like an older MacBook, but it's like the full same. battery block. The same. It's like bend, it bends the metal and you're like trying to get it into the fucking, and you're oh. like, I can't. Yeah, so that was that was life changing, and then also the coffees. When I order a flat white, it's like a proper good size. It's not a tiny yes. piccolo size. It's like a proper coffee size. Like, oh yes. my god! So you'll find this so funny. So you know how I took myself out to brunch the other day because I had a day yeah. off, and I like went to one of my favorite cafes in London, mm. and I ordered a skinny flat white which is my coffee order if anyone wants to shout me a coffee that's my coffee order um my coffee and, order too. <laughs> and because obviously as you say like the flat whites in here they always come really small and the lady said to me oh do you want a large one because obviously flat whites are usually pretty like small and I was like no one has ever asked me for a large flat white before but I was like yeah go and just do the large one you know what size it came in what a standard cappuccino cup <laughs> and I was like, this is just a normal flat know. white in Australia. Coffee this is like a normal don't. size in Australia. It's ridiculous. If anyone it's knows like, coffee is Australians, why are you fucking trying to give us these fancy little fucking piccolo cups? And the best thing is she like was three like, pounds oh, it's like, she was like, oh, it's like a latte size. And I was like, this is a cappuccino size. This ain't a latte size. Honey, and pack <laughs> up your shit and go. Because you're not a coffee This pro. is wrong. <laughs> that rhyme. It was still really delicious. They made it really well. But I just found it so funny because I just like looked at it and I was like, this isn't a large. <laughs> You're like, sweetie, sweetie pie. This isn't a large no, flat white. This no, is just no, a normal no. flat white. This is how it's meant to come. Honestly, it was life changing. I was like, 
uh, when it came to my door on the first day, I was like, did I do a large? And then they kept asking me, is this a regular? And I was like, yeah. And then I'd come and it would be like a large. I was like, this is fucking amazing. But, and it's just made so perfectly as well. It's just made uh, how coffee should be I can't made. tell you the joy it brings me every morning. It's, it's there's so no burnt coffee bean flavor. The milk is heated to perfection. It's just Everything gels so perfectly. It's so and just good. something. It's just so tasty. It's so good. I'm obsessed. So that was the thing. But the biggest thing I found Go on. is amazing. So, and I'll put up a TikTok about this so you guys can see. But every time I go into the bathroom, there's a light switch outside the bathroom that turns on the hallway light. Because in Australia, you can have light, light switches inside the bathroom and PowerPoints. Ah, I totally <laughs> forgot about this. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. I totally forgot about this. And for the first couple of days I was here, I was, every time I'd go to the bathroom, I would turn the hallway light on and off to, to turn on the light to get into the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, Anna, you idiot. Oh my God. I can't believe you're turning into this person. So and that we was have amazing. spoken about this so much on this podcast before about the fucking bathrooms in the UK. So this is like. It proves that it's <laughs> genuinely deal. a shock when you come back. And to wrap this episode up, what is one piece of advice you wish someone told you before you went into hotel quarantine? Great question, Lauren. So. Oh, thanks, Anna. <laughs> I guess I touched on it already, but expect. Yeah. Ex- like, expect the worst and <laughs> you'll be fine. No, then it won't seem so bad. <laughs> expect the worst and hope for the best. Remain yeah. positive. Like I said, I'm not an affirmations person, but just keep saying to yourself that you're grateful for this problem because you are lucky. You you are lucky to even get back here. There are so many mm-hmm. people stuck overseas. So if you're you can't get on flights ones, or anything, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just count your blessings, and it honestly will make you feel better. It definitely makes me feel better when I think about that. So just keep saying that to yourself, and and um, have a lot of gratitude. And also join the Facebook group. So I think I'm in one called like mandatory 14 day hotel quarantine Australia or something like that, or like hotel uh, Australians stuck in quarantine and so forth, so on and so forth. And that's been yeah. like amazing because it kind of, it kind of helps you feel not alone as crazy as it sounds though, as well. I think, um, I've been going on TikTok and Instagram and doing like hashtag hotel quarantine and like searching through it just to feel like I'm not alone as lame as that sounds but don't feel alone that like I'm sure a million people have done it before just to be like oh I wonder what it was like for them oh they, yeah. they've gone through it I can do it too so um definitely join all those groups because everyone is really nice and quite funny and just try and avoid the toxic posts there's always going to be negative people talking but the more that you read those mm. the worse your anxiety is going to get and yeah. you can only deal with it the way that you're going to deal with it so just ignore those people and mm. use the people feel positive about going into it. Um, I would even recommend joining them beforehand. Chandra told me that she joined them beforehand and that was really good for her to, to pack some things. Mm. She also said that in her hotel that she was quarantining and someone made a separate Facebook group for the people quarantining at that time in that particular hotel. And that oh, was really good. nice. Yeah. And she was like, you know, the girl right next to me, she was like, Oh, I love that song. Turn it up. If she was playing music and oh, that's it was just so nice. Lovely. To, I know. And I was like, that's so nice. I wish I had that in this hotel to be yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. like, you know, just have a conversation yeah. with someone who's actually going through it at the same place. And I'm sure when you're doing your Mamma Mia workout that someone was probably like, yeah, play it louder. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, Oh, you're such a beautiful singer. I just love it. 
sorry, even speaking to people who've done it before, I've been like stalking all the Instagram influencers. I know I've done it and put it on their Instagram stories and now it's on their highlights yeah. just being like, yeah, like it just sounds lame when I say it out loud, but when you're actually in here, you understand. It's like, well, she can do it. I know when Abby Chatfield did it, I looked at her Instagram today because I fucking, I yeah. love Abby Chatfield. And I was like, She's if great. Abby Chatfield can do it, I can do it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> as lame as that sounds. So that would be know my, my advice. Just like, I know it sounds stating the obvious, just stay positive, remain humble, mm-hmm. know that it's not forever. It's literally going to be a blip of your life. And honestly, if you need to talk about anything or you need help with anything, just message me yeah on our instagram account at don't mark my accent and i literally will relate to you so go yeah for it. and it's also like and i know we already mentioned this in this episode but it is also good to remind yourself that every hotel has a slightly different process so for example i know that like um and also new zealand and australia while the hotel quarantines are quite similar they're still very different so mm-hmm. i know that for example there are some hotels that do uh outdoor exercise like you can go outside and like walk around the premises and I know Mm -hmm. like my friend when she was quarantining in Auckland her hotel actually took them out into like a green space and they just did that like for an hour they were able to like walk around and that was like every couple of days or something so just remember that like every hotel is slightly different layouts are slightly different rooms are slightly different like and obviously and Anna has said like this is all just from her experience at the ridges but and if you have quarantined and you're listening to this, like let us know what your experiences were like, like send us a DM because it's always nice to like, for us to be able I to share know. with our listeners. Yeah. Just like what the <laughs> differences wanna... are and like, and like what your experiences with your hotel quarantine were and like how your, um, I guess how your hotel just did it differently. All right, guys, that is it. That is it for episode 10 and end of season one of don't mock my accent ending in hotel quarantine i think it's perfect i got for freedom freedom i think so i think just as anna's coming out of her freedom we ending the series yeah so i'm gonna enjoy a couple weeks with my family and lauren is gonna enjoy the couple weeks in the beautiful sun with her newfound freedom and then we 100 percent are gonna be back in about three or four by the summer by the summer we'll be back yeah uk summer just to preface <laughs> exactly but we will be all over instagram so definitely make sure you yeah. check out our instagram at don't mock my accent and our tiktok at don't mock my accent podcast and also we'd love to hear about any topics that we didn't cover this series that you would love to hear us talk about next series so please do get in touch on the channels that anna mentioned and let us know if there's anything you'd love us to cover Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for sticking through us through 10 episodes. We've had literally yeah. the best time ever and yeah. we're so excited to have started this and to have met you all. And we're just going to keep this party bus rolling into town. Everybody go rolling and enjoy your freedom out. and yeah, the end of COVID life. Thanks for the support and see you in a few weeks. Bye.